Good evening and welcome to The Coach's Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for The Coach's Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to The Coach's Show with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach Shannon Courier. Hello again, everybody. I'm Wally Langfellow. Pleased to have you along here on The Coach's Show. And the Golden Bears are on a bit of a roll. Two straight victories, including a 21-13 win last Saturday over Minnesota Crookston at Seafoam Stadium to even record up at 4-4 four and four on the season. And, Coach, um, no matter how you slice it, I know that you felt like these are games that you should have win, uh, you should win, and you'd won them both. But a two-game winning streak is a two-game winning streak. Absolutely, there's no game that is uh, you can just put in the bag before it's played. So we're we're excited to get the wins. That's ultimately what you have to do each week: find a way to win. Every game t- takes on a different personality, and momentum plays you know dictate the margin and and how the game may go. Uh, so we're, we're we're thrilled to be sitting here with two wins in a row and uh, trying to build on those two wins and get to number three. Yeah, and four and four on the season, as I mentioned last Saturday, you battled the wind, but you guys had a very effective ground game, 283 yards on the ground. And I think that the flip side of that that many people might overlook is that Crookston tried to do the same thing but weren't effective. They rushed the ball 50 times for just 85 yards. That's a pretty good job by your defense. Absolutely. We had great run defense, and it was some challenging uh, scheme they had. They have an option scheme where they have a dive back. You know, They don't block a particular D lineman. You're trying to read that guy. If he takes a dive back, then the quarterback proceeds to his next read, the triple option. And uh, you know, I thought we did a really good job for the most part of, of taking care of our responsibilities, being where we're supposed to be, and certainly shut them down in, in you know, games where the weather is like that. And really any game, you know, if you can stop the run and you can run the ball, you know, those are two key factors in winning football games, and we were able to, to do that on Saturday. And one of the keys, I thought, was, well, clearly early in the second half, you got two big fumble turnovers, and you turned them into touchdowns almost instantaneously. Yeah, those are big plays. You know, the defense uh, created the turnovers, and we were able to put them into scores, and that's that was critical to turn the game. And had we not aired a couple other times, you know, there would maybe been opportunities to, to, to increase the lead earlier in the game. You know, we had a fumble at the one-yard line. We had a, a big play that was, you know, that was fumbled. Uh, but fortunately, our defense gave us a couple opportunities to get the ball in the end zone. Yeah, a um, couple of big defensive plays um dylan wood had a big play and we're going to have him on the show a little bit later on tell me about the play that he made to uh, help force one of those two fumbles uh, dylan has been playing very well he's a player that plays a true freshman a couple years ago and, and only has improved in his time uh, he was a defensive end in his time you know being a young guy and not as as thick as he is today and today's you know playing nose tackle uh he can play three techniques so he's a very athletic inside defensive lineman for us does a great job penetrating. He's become one of our best leaders, and anytime he can get a strip sack is 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 great. Um, so his play has been big, and um, he brings a lot of energy to the defense. And very much appreciate his efforts that he's bringing to the table. Yeah, and speaking of junior defensive linemen, Jackson Dobbs had a huge game for you. Four sacks, another defensive player of the week award going to going to one of your team, uh, one of your players. That's that's two weeks in a row. You know, we haven't had that much in the last couple of years, you know, having the NSIC players a week. So having two in a row is really nice to see. Uh, it's great for our players to get honored and recognized like that, and that's how you become all-conference and those sort of things is by, by getting the weekly awards initially and, 
you know, Dylan, uh, Jackson Dobbs with four sacks on a day. That's that's incredible. His his re- play was relentless. We talk about being red and being relentless and playing with enthusiasm and desire. And you know, he defined red last week. Just played really well. How important is that? You mentioned, you know, getting the getting the award uh, on a you know on a weekly bed the last couple of weeks and and you know possibly getting all conference as a result. But how important do you think that type of thing is? For the rest of the team to look at that and say, "Hey, use that as inspiration to uh, you know maybe better their game or be inspired to if they're you know maybe if they're a se- they're they're on the second team maybe they're inspired to uh, you know to be a first team or down the line sometime." Absolutely, you know we talk to players all the time about you know you, you know it's a team game obviously so you do what's best for the team. However, they they wouldn't be human if they didn't have their own personal individual goals and and we want all our players to achieve the individual success they're looking for it's great for everybody when one of our guys gets recognized you know during football after they graduate here you know we're really thrilled when their success happened to any of our guys but definitely i mean you have to win games because people vote for players that are on good teams you know because if you're on good teams you're making more good plays and you know as you demonstrate and build a reputation all the players have a brand if they're playing in games, you know, their brand's based on the video they put on display for other coaches to see. You know, all the coaches in the league see all the games, you know, so you're always being watched. And if you're a practice player, you know, again, your your brand's being, you know, built on what you do in practice. And because our staff looks at all the video from practice to, you know, to teach our current players and we recognize who's giving great efforts and we recognize scout players a week and players a week and those things. So, you know, you're right. You know, our, our main goal for all of us is just trying to, be the best we possibly can be uh, yeah. pursue greatness and it's been great to see guys have great games and be recognized though for for the work they're doing uh one of the big offensive plays came after one of those turnovers uh mckenzie to mj williams hit him on a 31 yard uh, touchdown pass and again the wind was such a big factor on saturday that's a big play, particularly considering the conditions. Yeah, we have a, a pretty good scheme within our offense. You know, we call it our unbalanced uh, right and left, if you will, where we're putting three offense alignment to one side and one offense alignment and tight end to the other side. It's a one receiver formation, three running backs. We have some real good uh, running concepts out of that, but then we have some outstanding play action pass and uh, MJ simply ran a post route. Safeties were up in the box trying to stop the run. Um, and he he beat his guy real well, and then the guy was trailing. Dom, you know, tried not to overthrow it, so it was somewhat of an underthrown. But because of the trail technique, the corner was in. MJ could slow his pace and and make sure the catch was was made and uh, big play. And and anytime you know you can have a big play like that, it, it makes it easier scoring. And we need more of those. We need more chunk plays because then you're not having to have a, a long drive you know to put 12 plays together is very difficult for an offense to do without making errors and anytime you get big chunk plays it makes it a lot easier uh Lawan preston goes over 100 yards again the third time he's done so and that's been huge for you with uh and we i know we keep hammering on this but when you lose a guy like shaq johnson uh you need somebody to step up and he clearly has been that guy you know, Shaq, I think, is third in the league, and I'm sorry, uh, LP is third in the league in yards per carry right now. He's very explosive. He's quick. He's got great vision. He's done a, a great job starting off these games real well. Maybe we're you know running them too much early in the game because he had a lot of his carries in the first quarter, and, and maybe we tired him out. 
he was, you know, but anytime you have a guy that's hot, you just keep feeding the ball. So we have to find that line where, you know, we're, we're also pacing him for the game and not using them all up in the first quarter. And, um, you know, we have to make sure he secures the football because he had a fumble at the one-yard line after a phenomenal drive, and he had many good carries in the second drive of the game. Uh, so we're just working on ball security, and as he – nips that in the bud, you know, he's going to be a heck of a running back for us. Yeah. Okay, let's talk uh, quickly about our, our guest today. We mentioned Dylan Wood, junior uh, defensive lineman from Chicago, and then our other guest, uh, player guest, is going to be Terrell Taylor, uh, senior offensive lineman uh, from Wyzetta. Give us a little insight on Terrell. Well, Terrell has been a four-year starter here. He redshirted his first year. Uh, when I came in here, he was a sophomore, I believe, in his first year that we were here, and we made him our split side tackle. So in our offense, we have a tight side of the offense line and a split side, and uh, that means the tackle, each tackle will line up right and left. Um, so they have to get accustomed to playing in the left-handed stance or right-handed stance. But what it allows us to do is take a player like Terrell, who's very athletic, and put him in a position where we're going to pull him more. Uh, we're going to maybe put him on space on screens, and we can just take advantage of his skill set. And he's been our split side tackle, and he's one of the most athletic tackles I've coached. Um, you know, he's got a back issue, too, he's been dealing with throughout his career, and he's very tough. And uh, he had to sit out some time in fall camp just because the pain was so severe. So I really appreciate his toughness and what he's done, um, and, you know, in terms of the sacrifice he's made to play his career at Concordia. And uh, unfortunately, he's a senior and will be heading out soon, but uh, he's had a heck of a career. And, uh, last week we pulled him on a counter tray. You know we were pulling the guard and tackle numerous times, and just watching him, you know, pull and run and seeing athleticism is really enjoyable to see for me. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will hear from Terrell Taylor and Dylan Wood. Up next, some high school football scoreboard updates. You are listening to the Coaches Show with Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. We're back with more after this timeout. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. We're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And we continue along here on The Coach's Show with Concordia St. Paul head coach, Shannon Courier. We're joined now by a couple of his players, Terrell Taylor, Tyler or Dylan Wood. Let's start out with you, uh, Terrell. Senior year here at Concordia St. Paul. Tell me a little bit about, first of all, what got you here and um, what your experience has been as things have kind of changed and seemingly gotten better here uh, particularly this year 
So what kind of brought me here to Concordia was um, coming out of high school, I didn't really have much opportunity to play college football, but I really wanted to play college football. So, And Concordia was one of the only schools I was interested in. It was right down the road. So I knew it would be easy for my family to come to games and yada, yada, yada. So it was a pretty easy decision. I think Concordia chose me more than I chose Concordia. I mean, now I'm here. Came in as a walk-on, first year, redshirted. And then I got the opportunity to play as a redshirt freshman. Just kind of took advantage of it, just played my part the whole time. And it was kind of rough my first couple of years, but then things have definitely changed for the better, as you can see through our record and the morale of the guys on the team. And I just think we're just moving forward, and it's pretty exciting to see what the future holds. Four wins this season thus far, coming into tomorrow's um, contest against Augustana. Um, what has you, what have you seen as the main difference? What makes what has made this team uh, a better club this year than than even last year for that matter? Um, I would say the difference between this year and last year is that we're a lot more experienced in almost every position, and we have a lot more depth at every position. So there's a lot more competition, and I think competition breeds success. So it's a pretty consistent theme throughout the last like this year and last year and even from various years prior. So that's pretty exciting to see. And, yeah, pretty much that's it. And, and you play a tackle position, whether it's right or left. Give me a little insight as to your experience in high school playing for Brad Anderson over at YZ and how that helped prepare you to play college football. I think that was probably one of my biggest blessings, honestly. Um, coming from YZ, I mean, I didn't play varsity until my senior year, but that's all right, so... The practice structure was very similar to college practices here, I mean, in terms of periods-wise and just the whole layout of it. And in terms of footwork, I had a phenomenal offensive line coach over there, um, Coach Schultz, and he just pretty much just laid down the foundation for me to make it the transition a lot more smoother. So that opportunity I had to play for Wazetta was a big, big blessing in terms of transitioning into college football. Have you always played O-line, or did you play other positions in high school? Um, nope, I've always played offensive tackle. Um, yeah, I've just been kind of undersized, but been making it work. I mean, I love playing offensive line. It's You're in every play. You get to do the grunt work, but it's, pre- it's pretty satisfying at the end. All right, let's, uh, let's talk to Dylan for a moment. Um, Dylan, um, your junior year, you're going to have an opportunity to come back next year. What gives you hope that not only can you be as good as you guys are this year, but maybe even take the next step. Because I know Coach Courier has been talking about, you know, incrementally this program getting better. What makes you feel like uh, that that can happen um, going forward? Uh, like Terrell mentioned earlier, experience is definitely going to play a big factor. I mean, last year we had a lot of young guys return this year, um, and that made a huge difference so far. We've been in games that we should be in, and then when it comes time to, you know, finishing the game off, we, we've known what to do, and compared to the last year, we lost a couple tight ones um, where I just felt like we didn't have the experience. This year's definitely taken over. So next year, it's just another, you know, building step. Um, we have a lot of guys returning. I think we're only losing about three or four starters uh, to seniors this year, which they'll be missed, but I feel we can replace them and uh, continue making strides forward. 21-13 victory um, this past Saturday. Um and it certainly was a game where you guys, uh, you had your opportunities to uh, kind of blow it open against Crookston, but um, you end up winning the football game. So what, what, was, the, what was the message after the game on, on, on Saturday last week? Winners win, and there's no easy wins in Division Two football. Uh, you know, obviously we were disappointed. 
we should have we should have blown it open uh and some small errors uh kind of held us back so we kind of felt like we self self inflicted our wounds but at the end of the day uh wins a win we're a 4 and 4 football team taking steps in the right direction and hopefully going to be able to go get another one this weekend so everyone was pretty happy and just keep working towards uh, more success and, and you came up with as I mentioned, turnovers, those two turnovers at the beginning of the second half uh, kind of turned the game because it, you know, it was a tight football game at halftime, and uh, you guys were able to stretch out to a you know, 21. Uh, you got the three-touchdown three lead uh, going into uh, the, later in the third quarter. Those turnovers were huge. Yeah, absolutely. They were, um, you know, we just took, took advantage of our opportunities. Uh, my other D-line mates did a great job of forcing them out of the pocket, and I just uh, – Gave the quarterback a good pop and ball came out. And then uh, another one, Kelly Pierce had a great play and popped the ball out again. Uh, and we just took advantage of it, giving the offense a better opportunity to score, you know. Quickly, give me uh, your journey from Chisago uh, to uh, Concordia. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, from Chisago Lakes, Minnesota, came came here. Didn't have a ton of interest in the D2. A lot of the schools wanted me to play O-line, and I wasn't, I wasn't huge on that. I know Terrell likes it, but I like the defensive <laughs> side of the ball. And so, and I and I wanted to be close to home. I I love the Chisago area. I love the lakes. I love being outside in that type in that aspect. So Concordia was a great fit. I got to experience something new with the big city, uh, but at the same time, I wasn't far from my roots. Yeah. What has Coach talked about this week going into uh, Augustana tomorrow? Uh, every week we have keys of the week. Um, defensively, they've got top-rated offense in the conference and in the country. So number one is going to be stopping them, and then mental errors. Right? If we play, if we play position sound football will be in a position to give the offense an opportunity to win this game um we just we gotta slow down that scoring attack they've got going on and give our offense the opportunity to win the game all right let's uh shift over to Terrell. give me uh what the message has been this week uh going up against august now um we've been kind of heading on two things uh first thing was kind of a fundamental thing was we got to secure the football was our biggest thing um turnovers have been kind of hurting us in a couple of games uh, record could be better if we limit a couple turnovers. But on another note, our, we've been preaching just to play together and play for one another. Because it being senior day, we've got a couple seniors on the team, uh, 11 people being honored in tomorrow's game. So it'll be nice to, for everybody to play together and just have a lot of energy out there is what we've been kind of preaching. Hopefully the uh, the weather will be a, a little less windy than it was a week ago. <laughs> Last Saturday, I know it was really breezy, whether you're on the field or up in the stands. So uh, good luck to you guys on Saturday, and um, hopefully we'll talk to you again down the line. Thank you. All right, they are Terrell Taylor and Dylan Wood of the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. We'll be back with more. Stay tuned. High school score update coming up next. Coach Courier. We'll be back in a few moments. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics 
and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the Coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just if you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And we continue along here on the Coaches Show with Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. Coach, uh, the task does not get any easier. You have a club coming in here, an Augustana team, that might be your toughest task uh, in, in the next coming weeks. This is a good football team you're going to play uh, on Saturday afternoon. They are. They're 5-3. and three. Uh, They're one of the top offenses in the league. They have a quarterback that throws the ball over the place. Maybe you know uh, two, two receivers that rival any big kids that can run and, and go up high for the ball. And They've had a lot of offensive firepower here throughout the year, so it'll be a real challenge to stop. And then there's a real stout defense, you know, solid up front, uh, big kids. They stop the, the inside running game, and we'll have to be creative to, to move the ball tomorrow. But we're excited about the opportunity. It's senior day at home. Uh, we've been real successful at home as of late. You know, we're, we're hoping for our best effort because uh, we haven't had our best effort. In, in, I shouldn't say effort. We haven't had our best production. You know, where we put all three phases together, offense, defense, special teams, and I'm, I'm optimistic tomorrow's going to be that day. Tell me a little bit about this, uh, some of the things that you have been working on this week to prepare for Augustana. Well, one of the things we, we've been doing from an offense standpoint is, is trying to secure the football. We've had way too many turnovers. We had 12 turnovers in the last three games. We spent a lot of time on ball security, but we've just continued to, I guess, up the ante, if you will, in regards to the, the attention to keeping the ball secure. We try to become a little more balanced in our attack, worked on our pass game a lot more this, this week, you know, more competitive sessions with the defense in, in passing situations, you know, trying to get back to you know, being more balanced. You know, we've been able to run the football well the last couple of weeks and, and win games closer. But as we move forward, you know, we want to have more, more, more offense, you know, more, more touchdowns and, and uh, more pass game. And so I think, you know, the pass game has been, you know, important this week. And then from a defense standpoint, you know, we're trying to play better coverage, you know, get, get our linebackers underneath uh, pass routes and, and try to find creative ways to get pressure. They're going to protect and max protect, and we still have to find ways to, to pressure quarterback. So those are some of the main things. And then finally, you know, we, we have to improve the special teams game. We haven't won the special teams game. They haven't been a, uh, a there hasn't been a big play in a while. And that's one way we beat up Iowa and Wayne stays. We have blocked punts, so we're looking forward, you know, to creating a big play in special teams. Uh, we need to steal possession or find a way to, to get the ball back, and, and I would expect that to happen tomorrow too. 283 yards on the ground last week, but the elephant in the room, you only completed two passes. That pretty much has to change, doesn't it? That has to change. I'm not <laughs> sure I've ever been part of something so so poor. Uh, it, was, it was a poor pass game. We just were not in sync. Um, easy, easy pass game. There wasn't a lot to our arsenal going into the game this this past week, yet we just did not uh, complete the ball and – you know, we can say it was windy, but, you know, their quarterback did better than ours in terms of dealing with the wind, and, and we have to perform better and, and get the ball to our playmakers. We have a couple of good playmakers out there on the perimeter, and uh, we need them to be involved as we move forward. You mentioned uh, working on ball security this week in practice. Are there any specific drills that you do? We talk about just the ball being high and tight. It's got to be 
the elbow has to be up. The ball has got to be in front of your, your chest. Um, and, and when the balls do come loose, it's because the ball is not there. And, and kids aren't going to sit there and think about that when they're carrying the football in a game. But what, what happens is that the habits you have in practice, that carries over the game. So we're just trying to create better habits in practice. And, and there's a lot of different drills that we do you know, that, that forces them to be high and tight. But they have to be better at carrying over the drill work into the actual practice team sessions, which then translates to the game. So I think it's just, you know, more, it's just more coaches reiterating it, players holding each other accountable, you know, pointing the more out in video. Um, and, you know, and, and like we tell you guys, maybe this week it's so-and-so that dropped the ball, but even though you didn't, you know, we need all of you to really focus on ball security because next week, you know, we don't want you to be vulnerable with the ball in a bad, bad position. So I think it's just more attention is, is really what it comes down to. Take us inside a typical practice uh, leading up to, let's, let's say, a midweek practice, a Tuesday or a Wednesday practice leading up to uh, a Saturday football game. Well, Wednesday is a good day to talk about because that's the most intense practice. That's going to be a full padded practice. You know, we're in shells Tuesday and we're in shells on Thursday and or on Friday. Uh, Wednesday is a full padded practice. And we're going to have, you know, initially starting the, the, the practice session with some stretching for about 10 minutes. We do a, a first and 10 session, offense versus defense, where the offense has to get four yards. And we make it competitive and put something on the line because that creates intensity. The loser has to clean the locker room that day. You know, so that always makes it a little bit more enjoyable. You have more spirit in practice. You know, in other days we'll do different situations. But then we have about three scout periods where the defense will work against the opposing offense. You know, our scout offense gives the look of Augustana's offense to our defense and vice versa for the for our starting offense. And then we, we mix in special team segments. We'll have two different 10-minute periods of special teams. And then we're going to do a team pass segment um, you know, where we have the offense versus the defense, the number ones against each other, you know, working on pass offense. That's what we did this past Wednesday. Um, so, you know, you try to mix in ones versus ones. You certainly need the scouter looks, and then you, you have to work on special teams. And then within all that, we have about 15 minutes nowadays. It's not as much, you know, at this time of the year of individual work where coaches are working on fundamental drills, the ball security type things, whatever fundamental aspects that coaches want to work at their positions there's 15 minutes dedicated to that too and do you have your assistants do they map out those things those position things that go on in practice absolutely and i think that's one thing that's you know not really you know public knowledge but it's a lot of work to plan a practice you know every single play is scripted you know we don't just call play to call play but hey when this formation we're going to see this look therefore we want to run this play this is how it's going to be blocked you know that sort of thing and then um, the, the coaches do script exactly the different drills they're going to be doing, you know, minute by minute in practice. Yeah, so we, we it, it's dialed in down to the, the detailers, 14 coaches that all have to be on the same page. And there's a lot of time that's put into it. You only get, you know, two hours a day on the field and you want to maximize the time out there. And, you know, then you teach off a video. So then in meetings, uh, every day prior practice, there's an hour position. And that's when we really get a chance to, you know, look and see how things could have went better, what we could have done differently uh, during practice to try to get repetitions. Okay. Finally, uh, give me a, a quick word on uh, Senior Day and what that means. Well, Senior Day is just the last home game of the year. Uh, this this year it's Augustana at home on, tomorrow. And we have 11 seniors we'll be recognizing. You know, they'll be able to walk out with someone special, potentially a parent, our girlfriend, you know, somebody else. Uh, we just recognize them for the, all the commitment they've made to you know, this program all the time. And 
you know, it's hard to get to this point. I mean, there's a lot of adversity these kids have to go through as a college student, say nothing about being a college football player. You know, so we just try to, I guess, thank them for their time. And, and it's a special day because it is their last home game. You know, football is one of those games that when you take the shoulder pads off the last time, you, you just don't go and play football with your buddies after college football. So you can go golf and you can play basketball and, and tennis and some other sports. But when, when, when football is done, I mean, it's it's something that you just learn to you have to deal with. You know, it's a grieving process sometimes, and that's why we talk to them about you have to appreciate every day because you don't know when the the last day will come. Senior days is to celebrate the seniors, and and hopefully we can show them the best game we we've, we've had all year, and and them and them on a real positive note at home. Okay, well, hopefully it will be a positive note. It's noon kickoff tomorrow at Seafoam Stadium against Augustana. Good luck, Coach. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, he is Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. You've been listening to The Coaches Show here on Minnesota Score Radio. I'm Wally Langfellow. We will see you next time. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.